0: Hello, world, and welcome to Shelley's Plum Line. Truthful talk on tough topics, hosted by Dr. Shelley Stewart. Today, as we continue to explore Shelley's life in music, we feature a conversation about Sam Cook, one of Shelley's dear friends. In fact, Shelley was so close with him that Sam was the godfather to one of his children. Aside from being a very good friend, Sam and Shelley shared the same mission to use the power of music to bring people together. They both played to integrated audiences at a time when that was not acceptable. In fact, it could be dangerous. Sam was a trailblazer not only with his music, but his approach. He believed the artists should own the rights to their work, so he was one of the first to write, produce, and distribute his own music. Sam's life ended tragically before his time in 1964 when he was shot at a hotel in Los Angeles. Shelley started broadcasting in 1949, and he has been on a journey to discover the truth for humanity ever since. And at 89 years of age, Shelley still sits down before the microphone as he pursues answers to tough topics, challenging us to change the experience of being human and our outlook on humanity. Ladies and gentlemen... I am honored to present the oldest podcaster in the world Get ready Here is Shelley
1: We're having a party dancing to the music played by the DJ. On the radio
2: Well, I'll tell you right now This is a great time for me to have this chat with the world I've had a few calls asking Hey Shelly, why in the world are you doing a podcast at 89 years of age? Well, I've said it before I've done this a long, long time. I'm not singing the blues. I'm doing it because they said, I listened to learn and I talk to teach. So therefore, at my age, uh, I'm doing the podcast. A young man said to me a few months ago, hey, Shelley, listen, you're old school, man. old school, yeah things that you guys did back there, oh we don't need that anymore I mean, what is it, well we just don't need a lot of stuff you guys did Uh, most of the stuff the old school did, it's gone we don't need all of that stuff we were standing at a park and I said to him, I said look man, I want to know one thing for sure where are we standing, he said in the park on the ground I said, okay, uh, well, uh, what are you standing on? He said, ground. I said, is that old? He said, yeah. I said, are you going to throw that away too? He looked at me and says, oh, that made sense. My old program on radio during the daily shows were Shelly Stewart, the Academy of Common Sense. So... I I, will, I told the young man, common sense ain't so common. I was speaking to a group of educators a few years back in lower America, and they introduced me as Dr. Shelley Stewart. And I delivered an address. And after which one of the attendees came up and said, uh, Dr. Stewart, uh, why are they calling you a doctor? Do uh, you have a PhD? I said, well, call me doctor because I was awarded. The, the, uh, well, what is your deg- degree in? I said, oh, 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 I have a PhD in CS. What? I said, a PhD in CS. What is that? I said, common sense. Common sense ain't real so common. Well, I got that off my mind and uh, that share with you around the world, spent a lot of time on the radio. As a matter of fact, I was doing some research this week, and beginning in 1949, in March of 1984, they did a little research on my background, and wanted to know how long and how many hours had I broadcast. I said, why would you want to know that? And so they were digging and they were digging. And lo and behold, they came up and said, Shelly, 1984, I'm looking at it now. Shelly has logged more than 40,000 hours on radio in 1984. Now, I, I really came off the daily broadcast in 2002. Now, just imagine... How many other hours would I have been broadcasting on radio uh, if I had done 40,000 hours plus in 1984 until today? Yeah, many guys and gals throughout the country had the opportunity of being in their lives and they being in my lives. In 1992, I was in Hollywood, California. And I was out there uh, as a recipient of the the living legends in the United States of America, uh, in certainly black music. Uh, And that day, the people who were on it were like, uh, let's see who were at that time. Uh, My goodness, gee whiz, look who was there. It was, oh my God, Quincy Jones, Sam Cooke, Little Richard, Lou Rawls, all of these people who have been honored, and there was amongst them. At that particular date, though, Quinta Jones, Curtis Mayfield, Chaka Khan, Mary Wilson, uh, we were all honored at the same time. Uh, So I've been around a long time. I've had personal contact with so many. There was one that comes to mind, and it was Sam Cooke. It is Sam Cooke. We would talk long before he became the Sam Cook that you know of. I met Sam when he was a member of a gospel group called The Soul Stirrers. That's right, the Soul Stirrers. Oh, be with me, Jesus. And The Soulsters were so popular In this country With the gospel singers Sam Cookman, the lead singer With the Soulsters Many of you probably remember Sam If you're old, old enough to remember the Soulsters and He was doing things like Peace in the Valley It won't be long now Oh, any day now Nearer my God today Be with me, Jesus And much more With the Soulsters Well, uh, we were friends then here in Birmingham, Alabama. And he became a pop singer, they call it. He did Lovable under a different name before he changed his name. told him he was Sam Cooke, the, the, the popular singer. So he became the Sam Cooke as the world finally knew him. We would meet from time to time when he was in Birmingham, Alabama and other parts of the country, but specifically here in Birmingham, we would have breakfast and lunch and dinner sometime. Sam, at that time in the 50s, could not eat a, a drink or sleep in hotels or um, motels where white people were owners. Uh, that, you know what I'm talking about, people. It was plain old downright segregation. Although he was a great singer. He could not visit. He could not go to the restrooms and all. So we would meet and eat. As a matter of fact, the cafe we, would, we loved was Fortuna Cafe. We loved old salmon, croquettes, and rice. <laughs> I loved that stuff. And then we loved other, other dishes as well. We would have a little drink or two as well. So there were things that we would sit down and talk about and talk over. Many of them were our upbringing, how he came up with a family, his brother, dad, good religious home. He was raised looking at things, well, from the, the black side, or they called the Negro side in Chicago at that time. It wasn't necessarily in the South. Sam Cooke said to Shelly, you know something, when you talk about the South, anything South of the Canadian border is south. <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Anything south of the Canadian border is south. So what happens then Boston, what happened it may be carried out differently, but well, walked like a duck, quacked like a duck, look like a duck, he's probably a duck. So the things the same things were taking place. So we talked about them. So I said, Sam, he asked me how in the world did you make it? You being, man, we were not saying black at that time. We were saying Negro at that time in the 50s. How did you do it, man? With all of the things that's going on now and were going on then, we got to do something. Let's bring the people together. Can you, you do it on the radio. I love the way you do it on the radio. And I, I, I can do it in music. And others can do it in music. So what? Yeah. The guys and gals on black radio that go do certain things or play the songs while we the singers can do things in the music. And oh man, we can bring it together. So Sam Cooke, not only at that time, he had done other songs. You send me. He had done having a party, bring it home to me. But that's one thing that he did at that time. Uh, And I will tell you, they finally released it later, but he decided that Shelly, I'm going to do something to bring the message home. And he says, it's a change is going to come. It may be a long time coming, but a change is going to come.
1: Like the river I've been running, ever since it's been a long. It's all
2: Well, you got it. Oh, you got the message. A long time coming, but a change is going to come. Well, the things that were happening here in Alabama are, and around the United States of America, voting. That's right. Voting. Fighting for the rights to vote. Getting the, the, the America to do the right thing for all of its citizens. Yes. Life. Life liberty and justice for all it was according to the constitution so called Sam so says Sam Cook and I at that time and I say the same thing today but you know I could say certain things at that time on the air but it would only come through that voice on the radio but Sam Cook and others were passing the message in the music throughout the United States of America they were doing it From the gospel side they were doing it from the blues side they were doing it from the jazz side the message was still the same let's get some education let's bring the families together let's do the right thing with each other let's show respect for each other that was the conversation that Sam Cook and I will have and I'll be talking about others that we had the same conversation through the years not only Sam Cooke, but others. But the message was the same. In spite of them being entertainers, they were those who were passing the message of life, liberty, and justice. Freedom ain't free. Sam Cooke says, I'm glad, Shelley. It won't be always. I said, what? And matter of fact, maybe this tune right here that he, he, he recorded, he said back then, I'm so glad that trouble don't last always
1: well you know I'm so, so, so glad I'm so I know the so trouble don't You better run, run, oh, set around You better find you a hiding place. place
2: Of time, oh my goodness! to what you just heard there, I'm so glad the trouble don't last always. I, I I I pray for the day that we won't have black on black crime. I pray for the day that we won't have a situation that's going on out of Washington D.C. and the cities and counties and states throughout the United States. I pray for that as well right now and this is the now I'm so glad the trouble don't last always Sam Cooke and I had a conversation one day and he had recorded a tune and uh, he and his brother Charles had written and we were I believe in Atlanta Georgia when he released it the, at the record distributor there they handed me a copy of the record And I said, Sam, what in the world is this? He said, we were just traveling and we were on the highway and all of these men were out there working. And there was a guy, two or three guys, white men, with shotguns and rifles. There was one of them riding a horse. And these black men, Oh, he said there was maybe 75 or 100. They were working on something called the chain game, And he said, Charles and I cried, and we just couldn't stand it. So we decided that we would just do something. So we wrote a song about the chain game. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard it, I want you please to listen to the lyrics of Sam Cooke
1: You hear them moaning their lives away, then you hear somebody say, That's the sound of the men working on the chain, gang. That's the sound of the men working on the chain, gang. Can't you hear them saying, mm, I'm going home, one of these. I'm going home, see my woman, uh, whom I love so dear. But meanwhile, uh, I've got to work right here. Well, you no, know, that's the sound of the men working on the chain game. That's the sound of the men working on the chain gang. All day long they're saying, hmm. Uh, my My work is so hard, give me water. I'm thirsty. My work is so hard.
2: Well, there it is. Today, the blacks in prison in the United States, you know the population of the United States, but listen and watch. And of the blacks in prison incarcerated, the percentage, think about it, people. That's the sound of the men working on the chain gang. I, I hope that you will have time to speak to your child, your children, uh, boys or girls, bring them up to the now. This is not yesteryear. This is the now. Everything has changed. But nothing has changed. The message must remain the same. We have to come together as a country, as a world, as a matter of fact. Yes, it's difficult if you make it difficult. But you got to come to the reality. Moms, dads, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you one old thing that I used many years back. You would go into a community and say, uh, hey, how are you? And people speak back. Uh, How's your daughter? Where's your daughter? Oh, she's right back there in the yard. Uh, where's your son? I don't know. <laughs> where's your dog? Oh, over over in the yard. Where's your cat? But where's your son? I don't know. So we have to know where our children are. Ask questions. Do not be afraid. Let's reduce the crime. Let us do it, someone said in my day, with a dime. Of course, you don't need a dime to do it now. You can just do it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I can say it like this, that uh, it's been good to be with you again today. Hopefully that you will pass the message along to yours. I'm talking about the people who you connect with, whether it be with your Facebook, with your Instagram, or any other vehicle you use. I call it form a committee. That's right. You are a member of the committee. Okay, I'll name it the Shelley Stewart Committee and you are officially a member. Let's do it together. That's your side. That's my side, and somewhere in the middle, there's the truth.
1: If you ever change your mind, go about leaving.
0: This episode of Shelly's Plumline was written, produced, and edited by Dr. Shelley Stewart and Mark Jamraz. It was produced by Stewart Production at the Plumline Studios in Starrett, Alabama. If you are a fan of Shelly's Plumline and you like what we are doing here, please remember to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Give us a review and share this podcast with others. Learn more about this week's podcast, and see photos, articles, and artifacts of Dr. Shelley Stewart's amazing journey through life at shelleysplumline.com. Follow us and continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. This is Mark Jamroz. We'll see you next week. Keep sharing the love, and we'll all grow stronger.